The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Jim Fox and Dr. Janine Fox. Our show is based on science-backed information on alternative and natural approaches to health. You'll hear the clinical pearls, real-life stories about real patients and situations. It all comes together so that you can live your best health. Now, here are the Doctors Fox. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Dr. Jim. And I'm Dr. Schwing. And we're here tonight to bring you another episode of Live Healthy, Be Healthy. And we're going to try to give you some little uh, inside information, so to speak, and maybe things that can help you live healthy and actually be healthy. So uh, first thing we always do on the show, or usually our first segment, so to speak, is talk about what's in the news. Yeah, stuff that came out in research that might be interesting mm-hmm. for y'all to know about. Um, I, I think it'll be very interesting, actually, some of the stuff that came out this time. Uh, you know, we, we kind of peruse the various uh, medical news that comes out, and, you know, sometimes we, we get, um, you know, we almost go numb reading through it. Some There's of so it, much but, stuff that comes out every oh, day. Oh, it's, it's unbelievable, folks. If you just, you know, could, you know, sit with us for a day and, and see the amount of stuff that we have to go through. Uh, to try to keep up. And, you know, there's absolutely no way in the world you can keep up with everything. But we try our best. And, you know, in the news tonight, one of the things we're going to talk about, and this has been hashed out time this and time again. This has been for yeah. years. I mean, this is oh, really not new. No. Well, it, it is and it isn't. Okay. And it's obviously new because they somebody else published somebody else on it. Somebody else did a new study yeah. on it, but yeah. I don't think it's real new because it's been they've been saying it for years. Decades, actually. Yes. As, I mean, even the study showed, and this came out of the uh, New York University Langone Medical Center, and uh, what they found is that calorie-restricted diets slow aging. Yeah. Well, that's not exactly news because no. we've known that. I mean, because there's right. been because other mo- Well, the research in the past has always showed that caloric-restricted diets increase longevity. Oh, okay. Which that's I guess true. you could say slows aging. That slows aging. Because you don't die as young. Um, but that is it. kind of, they, they, they've said that for years and years and years. The one thing been proven over and over is caloric restricted diet one of the few things that they would get without a doubt that actually shows it and you know yes. and, which kind of brings me to something else that, that isn't in the news tonight but it's being talked about in all the the various literature that we read through and some of the lectures that we listen to um, some of the gurus so to mm-hmm. speak of the, the you know anti-aging medicine and so on they're now looking at at aging is actually a disease process yeah and kind it's of interesting pre- yeah I thought that's kind of interesting oh yeah well that's a disease um Gosh. Well, the cells are actually being damaged. Well, they are. And I guess you could say that's a disease process. And, and, you know, right. It is, you know, like Lustig and some of the other guys explain, you know, this is a result of, you know, being exposed to things that that we have to have to live like Yeah, you have to eat, but people overeat. And that's probably what what most of the research is getting at is people eat way more than they need to eat. 
And that's exactly what they're talking and about. And if you here. think about the processing of what you eat, your body has to do all kind of chemical reactions to process that food, <laughs> which produces a lot of antioxidants or a lot, a lot no, of oxidative, yeah, uh, oxidative, oxidative stress, yeah, oxidative stress, and a lot of the what we call radical oxygen species. And <clears throat> those ROS guys are bad dudes, but we got to have them or we can't survive. Yeah. And so it's a matter of, and that's why they're looking at it now as well. Josh, this is just a disease process that you know. It all starts with inflammation because all these things that we do that process our food and so on, no matter what it is, whether it's fats or carbohydrates or whatever, it actually produces inflammation. And that inflammation actually, you know, right. decreases our age. And they and, show, you know, that's one of the things. Yeah. And they also show that there's different genes that tend to express themselves. Yeah. Um, 900 different genes in this study that was linked to aging and memory. Yeah, I thought that was interesting, 900. And so it changes the way the genes express themselves. Right. If it has too much food. Right. Well, or too many calories. Yeah, I think if we, you know, and there's other studies that, you know, that kind of interesting, we'll kind of tie it all together here right quick. Other studies have looked back and said that, you know, genetically, uh, millions of years ago, thousands of years ago, whenever, whenever we were walking around upright, beginning the time there, that, that you know, we had very little. Uh, food available to us. Yeah. So we had to have some of those 900 different genes probably to survive. And of course, as the, the various... Uh, and there wasn't as much available, so people no. didn't eat it. Now there's so much food available. Right. I mean, And so people it. really do overeat. We do. And most people will tell you that if they cut back and they eat less, they feel better. Yeah. But I yet mean, they still don't want to do it. I think that's something we hear on a daily basis. We do. You know, once, once we get them started on our low glycemic lifestyle, uh, primal type eating yeah. and so on, they, uh, they always come back to us and say, you know, I feel so much better. So much I've better. got so much more energy. Okay, that's telling you something that right there. That means you need to keep doing it. Exactly, exactly. Keep exactly. doing it. So that was one of them in the yeah. news. Now, another thing that in the news that we keep seeing more and more research about it is the headlines were spice up your memory. Yeah. And you spice it up with turmeric. All right, turmeric is one of those things that, and probably a lot of you out there are familiar with turmeric and the curcumins, which are the uh, active, ingredients. active ingredients in it. And this particular study, I thought it was kind of interesting from several aspects, and we'll talk about those as we go through it. They took like one gram, and really one gram of this stuff is not A regular turmeric is not a lot. No, it's not. Turmeric is very hard for us humans to absorb. So a gram of it, we only probably absorb five Five percent, right? So a regular, just ground turmeric. Right. Yeah. Now the spice. There's many forms that we have it in, in supplement form that is much, much more absorbable. Right, like the uh, uh, Mariva, which is right. A, you know, they call it. It's actually a liposomal form, mm -hmm. and so they actually make it to where the body can absorb it much, much better. Yeah, its absorption rates up around ninety percent or better. Yeah, yeah and there's so high. much research on it. I mean, mm -hmm. you, you keep looking every time you. Anti every time, cancer. every day, we look, yeah. and there's something else coming up about it. You know, they're talking about it, memory fraud here, yeah. and we talked about last week. It was it's actually in the memory formula that we have. Yes, it um, is. But it also, you know, cancer effects, inflammation. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a great anti-inflammatory. Joint actually. problems. Mm -hmm. I mean, it has so many benefits that it's something that most people probably should be taking. It really is, you know, and of course, you know, the, the folks in India that use it in their food. They get the benefits from this. I guess that's why they're so smart. Uh, because if you, if you talk to a lot of the scientists, they are from India, and they are very smart. <clears throat> but needless to say, us Americans can kind of come up with this, too. One of the things they did, I thought this was kind of interesting. They took yeah. pre-diabetics, 
and they fed them, and I love this, they fed them white bread and turmeric. Yeah. <laughs> now, okay, if you got a pre-diabetic and you feed him white bread, you're going to make them diabetic Usually you make them worse, but yeah. actually by adding the turmeric to it, it actually made their memory better. They didn't want to give them any nutrition, so they gave them white bread. Well, and They I didn't want that, anything to interfere with the now, study. Okay. Think about what that just says. Yes. We didn't want to give them any particular nutrition, so we gave them white bread. The next so time you people, pick up a piece of white bread. bread. <laughs> right. Okay, so if you're eating white bread, you're getting absolutely no nutrition, nothing but bad stuff. But anyhow, this particular study with these, with these folks, they gave them this turmeric, and bingo, their memory improved. They tested before and hours after the meal, and they actually showed improvement with the turmeric. Yeah. Pretty incredible. Like so, I said, something so simple. Yeah, and, and that is something that you can actually cook with. You can make your own curries. You can use it as a, you know, as a yeah. spice in, in your own cooking. Do a, you know, so and it's something well worthwhile doing. Yeah. So it just there's more and more research about it every day. So that's one that is definitely yeah. worth taking. And this is one uh, uh, just to kind of bring you up to date. If you've listened to any of our other shows, we, you know, I, or I, we we I do a, a Saturday show. Uh, local terrestrial show, and I have talked about triclosan, and most of you probably don't know what triclosan is, but I'll tell you about it. Triclosan is something that is used in the anti-microbial uh, arsenal. It's used in hand washes. It's a lot used, of soaps. A lot of soaps. It's it's even used in some toothpaste. Yeah, which is okay, crazy. Which is really crazy. But the headlines was the dirty side of soap. Yes, and it is a... A, my antimicrobial that's used in personal hygiene products, but it actually now for years we've talked about it, and I like to say I've talked about this stuff for years on our other radio show, uh, and we've talked about it how it actually is what we call an endocrine disruptor. It means it interferes with your endocrine system. An endocrine system is so important, and we talk about it a lot: the thyroid, thyroid the adrenal glands, and so on. your the hormones. Sh- hormone all that is all that is endocrine system. But now they show that the stuff actually causes liver fibrosis and, and cancer, cancer in mice. Yeah, I had to sacrifice a few mice for that one. But Everybody's going to all the antibacterial, antibacterial oh, this, antibacterial that. Yeah. But what it's doing is it's actually harming your health. Right, and, and what's really interesting is. They did a study, and, and this is one of the chemicals that they study a lot, and they found that traces of triclosan shows up in 97% of breast milk samples from lactating women. Yeah, I couldn't women. believe that. That means we're all being exposed constantly. Obviously. That because of all, I mean, 97% of all breastfeeding moms actually have it in their breast milk. Right. Then they're using it a lot. And they actually tested 75% of the people that just randomly tested shows up in the urine. Yeah. So that means you're, you're, you're getting it through your system. You're having to deal with it. Your body is having to deal with this stuff. 75% of us are contaminated. So the moral of this story is yeah. read what you're using. Read labels. Read labels. If it actually says that it has triclosan, don't use it. Yes. Most of the hand sanitizers. Now, if it's just like alcohol and lavender, they're okay. And and there are those out there. And there are those out there. Um, But you do not want anything with that chemical in it. And Uh on the toothpaste, you absolutely Absolutely want to read. I mean, why would you want to brush your teeth with that? I can't imagine. The better antibacterials for your teeth would be like tea tree and neem. And there's other natural chemicals that actually work really well for antibacterials in your mouth without 
the health problems. Even xylitol. Yeah, xylitol, which is actually a sweetener. Yeah. um, Definitely kills bacteria in your mouth. That's why you're seeing more and more chewing gum Mm -hmm. with it. You're seeing a lot of things that are actually good for teeth and gum health that are using xylitol because it does kill bacteria. And less than a year ago, there was a study that came out that said folks who were raised on farms and played in the dirt actually had better immune systems. Well, yeah. So this stuff is not only possibly going to cause liver problems in you and so on and so forth. And you know if you got any mice out, I guess you could feed them triclosan and get rid of them. But us humans do not need it. No. And it actually shows that it's going to hurt your immune system because it's going to kill bacteria that could be doing something beneficial for your actual immune system. Yeah, like we've talked about probiotics over and over. Think about it. And when you talk about these antibacterials, they're not selective. They don't just say, okay, this one's a bad one. I'm going to kill it, but I'm not right. going to kill this good one here. Right. And so when you're looking at antibacterial, I mean, I know when I cook, I'm weird about chicken and turkey, <laughs> especially because she you know, is. salmonella. Yeah. But I do not use any chemicals like this. I make sure there's no chemicals like that in any of the product that I use. A little water and vinegar works wonders. It works wonders. It? And yeah. so you want to clean well. When you use stuff like that, but you don't want to use those chemicals. Right. You know, and something else, too, you know, this, you know, this kind of goes along the same line of one of the biggest problems we have now is the antibiotic-resistant drug uh, bacteria. Yeah. In other words, these bacteria out there have been exposed to so much triclosan and other stuff, you know, your, your antibiotics are where it doesn't food. respond to when you do try to kill it. Right. You can't kill the stuff. You know, and, and every once in a while, we get folks in, in, our, uh, in our office that have been or, or they have either themselves or have someone that they love and care about in the hospital with a very drug-resistant uh, you know, infection. The scary thing is it's yeah. gotten more and more common in the last few years. Very common. We see so much of what they call the MRSA. MRSA's one. Yep. We'll All see right. you next segment. We'll be back. Your life. Your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. There is a fact that we must all face, and that is that life happens. And many times it happens to involve different medical conditions. With the medical issues of life, there are at least a thousand different opinions on how to treat them. Not at Doctors Nutrition. At Doctors Nutrition, you get real answers that make sense. You get real information on how to treat medical conditions naturally and maybe even prevent the issue from coming back. At Doctors Nutrition, you'll get practical advice on how to improve the quality of your life naturally and nutritionally. You'll feel much more comfortable knowing that the doctors at Doctors Nutrition are working with you to treat your condition. You can find Doctors Nutrition online at doctorsnutrition.com or on Facebook. And for Dr. Jim's comments about the latest health issues, visit doctorsnutritionmedia.com for podcasts, complete live healthy, be healthy shows, and more. Start your homework online or call toll-free at 800-824-0194. That's 800-824-0194. You read about it in health news every day. Cancer rates are going up. Obesity in the U.S. is on the rise. Heart disease and diabetes are top killers every year. We can follow the advice of our doctor, but cravings persist. Weight goes up and energy is still down. It doesn't have to be like this. 
Tune in for Body Balance Talk with your host, Jeannie Schmidt, along with Lucy and Madeline. You'll learn how you can work with your body to feel better and look better, too. Body Balance Talk airs live every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are tuned in to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Janine Fox and Dr. Jim Fox. To reach our program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. We also welcome your emails to jfox at doctorsnutrition.com. Now, back to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, in this segment, we always call them the clinical pearls. Yeah, clinical pearls. Just interesting cases that interesting, we've Interesting, very interesting. Yeah. And, and we've actually got a couple of pretty interesting ones for you tonight. Yeah, you we know, decided that, since it was uh, men's health, we were going to have a few cases that were specifically men. They actually were. And just, you know, just let you all know some of the things that do walk in and some of the symptoms they have and maybe things to look for yourself. Yeah, because, you know, guys sometimes don't think we have these problems. No, guys think they have no problems, but... Ten feet tall and bulletproof, <laughs> right? We know better. We know better. But anyhow, but we did have a couple of really interesting, and I think the first one, um, we'll call him Bob, yeah. nothing else. And uh, he walked in, years, it's been... Now, this one's been a while been back. A while back well, he was but, just in this week, so yeah. we thought about him, because um, he, he, we have seen him for years now. Right. Um, probably at least three or four years, but when he first came in, he had severe fatigue. Severe. I mean, just where he couldn't even get up. He was fixing to not be able to do his job, which he actually has a very high-profile job. job. Right. Yeah. Um, and he said I could, he couldn't function anymore. He had joint pain severely. I mean, the pain in his joints were severe. And he had a rash. And the more we talked to him, he'd already been to multiple doctors. Many, I mean, many, many, many doctors. And after talking to him for a while, we said, you know what? We think you got a yeast problem. I mean, yeast is not just for women. That's well, why we were going to mention it here for men's health. And see, you know, it's kind of a delicate subject for guys because they think, whoa, we don't have yeast problems. Right. But you guess what? We really you do. Mm-hmm. I tell men when you have jock itch, when you have athlete's foot, when you have nail fungus, that's, all, that's all fungus of some of sort. Of some sort, right. And so you have a fungal problem which fungal problems can actually really get to you and cause a lot of problems. Now, people don't think about joint pain, but that's one of the things when you read about candida or systemic yeast, you'll read that it can make a lot of joint pain. And this particular gentleman <clears throat> had a lot of joint pain. Matter of fact, they had, they had checked him for rheumatoid arthritis and all that stuff. It came back negative. Yeah, and but, he but, kept showing negative for everything, so they pretty much were saying, we don't know what's wrong with you. And, of course, they gave him some steroids. Steroids make it worse eventually, so... You know, it was just a you know downhill cascade. Right. So he, we we said, let's start treating you for yeast, and so we did, and Mm -hmm. we put him on. You know, you always when like we talked about, we had a yeast program a few weeks ago, and you always change the diet, get off of sugar, get off of the refined carbohydrates. That's the hardest thing to do, but you got to do it. Absolutely. Probiotics and then something to kill the yeast, which we have quite a few different things that kill yeast, whether it be CanClear, AC Formula, AFS Angel. I mean, there's a lot of different things. We used about everything on here. Well, a lot of times you have to alternate when it's really bad. So we alternate things to actually make sure. And he is one that when he comes in to this day, he always says, 
Y'all saved my life. <laughs> yeah, he does. I mean, I have I had went everywhere. Yeah. He's fine now. He stays on his. He 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 sticks to the diet. He doesn't. He's not as strict as he used to be, but he still does things to support right his immune system and support yeast overgrowth because he doesn't want it coming back. He does. He still takes a lot of antibiotics, uh, probiotics. Probiotics, right? yeah. And he takes a lot of that, and he and he does adhere to a pretty pretty good. What diet. we call low glycemic diet. Yeah, so really in, does. in his case, but he always tells me, I'll call anybody you want me to. I'll do anything yeah. you want me to. I'll be, he's you been, know. He's I'll, been our spokesperson. Yeah, he'll be a spokesperson because he yeah. just says it. But people, I just want men can have yeast problems. You know, and, and seriously, though, unless you find that guy. Now, I have another fellow that I just thought about uh, in another state that we deal with over the phone and it, I haven't seen it but he he sent he texted me pictures. That's right. Today is good because you, you can know, text pictures yeah. of things and you can tell a lot from looking at something. And, and he has sent me some pictures of his toenails and so on and they're, they're let's just say they're grotesque. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> and but needless to say we have started him on uh, again the diet and and this particular gentleman has had a very hard time with the diet because his entire diet was the worst things you can eat. I mean, yeah. the bread, sugar, the sugar, pie, sugar. Yeah, pie, oh yeah. I mean, couldn't pass up a donut for anything, you know? Yeah. One of those kind. And, but he has made some changes, some big changes, and he, he has actually started doing a lot of the antifungal stuff that we've, and we've actually rotated him now. I think he's on his second dose, our second round of different things. And he's actually showing some improvement and yet, still got a long way to go. And of course, well, yeah. Anytime you, you know, have like toenail fungus or something, yeah. it takes at least six months. Even if you do the Ooh. harsh chemicals that they use yeah. medically, it takes six months to get rid of. I think it'll probably take longer than yeah, that. Yeah. So it, it's not a sh- it's not a short thing to do, but it is something that you can do. So if you have if you have any of the you know, unexplained rashes, especially with heat and mm-hmm. moist heat, then it can be it can be candida and it can be a systemic yeast, and you don't have to be a female to have a yeast problem. No, you really don't. So that's one thing. Now. Yeah. The other case we were going to talk about was he actually came in and he had already been to his doctor. He's actually in the medical field himself. Yes. Um, And his symptoms all of a sudden was he was waking up in the middle of the night with almost panic attacks. And he said, you know, he was anxious and and he felt down and he he didn't know what was wrong with him. Mm -hmm. And of course, they did very basic lab work and said, well, we'll didn't find nothing, we'll put you on an antidepressant and an anti-anxiety drug. And he said, I don't want to be on that. I've never had this in my life. Why would it start now? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, Pretty when common, men actually. have symptoms. Now, if somebody's been depressed them, their whole life, it's different because it's probably depression. But when you've never had depression and you've never had anxiety and it starts suddenly, one thing that always pops in my mind is low testosterone. Especially in guys, right. Now, in this specific man, he was young. He was in his early 40s. Right. And when I mentioned it to him, I said, you know, it could be low testosterone. He said, but I don't have a low sex drive. And I said, it doesn't matter. You don't have to have a low sex drive to actually have low testosterone. Right. Because if you look at the testosterone ranges in women and men, they're vastly different. You know, the range for a woman is like 10 to 40 Mm-hmm. And a man is 350 to 1100. Right. So, big difference there. Even when a man's is low, it's still way higher than a woman's. So, well, I do tell them it's still, you can still have a sex drive and still have low testosterone. Right. So, we sent him to the lab. We did some testing on him. Sure enough, it came back low testosterone. And 
after talking to him, he, he was like, I just can't believe I have low testosterone. And I said, yeah. And he, he said, you know, come to think of it, I have had, when I wake up with this anxiety, I kind of have hot flashes. I mean, I kind of have a night sweats. Mm-hmm. And I said, it's the testosterone that's doing it. Yeah. So we started on a product called AndroBuild right. that we use to boost testosterone. We're going to talk about later in the show for other men's issues. but We'll be talking about yeah, it. Yeah, we, we, we started him on that. And after a few months, he was fine. No anti-anxiety medication, no antidepressants. And he's one that didn't have to stay on it long term. Well, because he was young. He and, was young. And right. after talking to him, he had an instance that started his. Now, this isn't always the case in most men. You can't figure out where it came from. But in his case, he actually had a testicular infection. Right. About three or four months before his symptoms started. And he said he, it, he had inflammation in the testicles that were huge. And he went to the emergency room and they started him on an antibiotic and it went down. And that symptom went away. Problem was, solved, right? Yeah, problem solved. But then maybe it was within a few weeks later when he thought about it. He didn't think he didn't connect them together at first until I said, did anything happen that could have, and he, he was like, yes, it was. So when you look at things, sometimes there is something that leads it on. But in his case, once we got him back to where he was making his own testosterone, because what we always try to do is stimulate your testosterone, then he was fine. And he has not had to con- he has not had to take it long term. And we'll be talking about more about stimulating your own testosterone as the show goes on because that being the best way to do it. Um, but that, that in his case, we were able to actually get him back to normal, yeah. and he doesn't have to take anything long term. No, I mean we we there's a lot of ca- in young men. Young. A lot of times you can actually you know stimulate production. They don't have to continue taking it. Now, if somebody comes in probably in their 70s and you stimulate their production, they're probably going to have to continue taking it. Most likely. Um, most likely because, unfortunately, the aging process does play a role in it. It does. You know, and we'll be talking about some of the other things that, uh, that can kind of get in there and aggravate the situation, too. Uh, one of them being that triclosan that we just talked about. Oh, we talked about endocrine disruptors earlier. Right. Now, when you start talking about the chemicals that are in the food and estrogens that are in the right. food, then that all affects the testosterone in men. Right. We're going to be talking about that more as a show. We live in a very estrogenic society. Well, world. World, yeah. Right. Because if you start looking at it, our water supply has estrogen. Mm-hmm. The meat that most people eat has estrogen. We'll be talking more about that. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, the pesticides that everybody sprays, thinking that we're going to kill everything, and we because we don't do. want any bugs. Right. It also is estrogen, mm-hmm. xenoestrogen, which is the worst you can get. Mm-hmm. So there's estrogen everywhere. So no wonder all these men's testosterone has fallen. And we'll be talking about that more and more because you know I find a lot of the guys that um, that we run into with low testosterone, and we're seeing it younger and younger and younger now. Uh, they just can't figure out for the world, why would I have low testosterone? Yeah. And so we're going to be talking about that as the show ventures on because it's. I think this is something that we have to get across to the folks that are listening tonight. And if you've got any questions, you know, like the gentleman said before the show, email them to us at jfox, it's J-F-O-X, at doctorsnutrition, just spell it out, doctorsnutrition.com. And we'll be glad to put it on the show for you tonight. We'll talk about it. Or if you've got something you want to talk about in the future, just you know, kind of email us. Let us know what you want to talk about. Or if you've got a subject that you think would be just fantastic to talk about, email us at jfox.com. 
and we'll be glad to talk to you. Yeah, we're always wanting input from people and let. what do y'all want to know? What do you want to know more about? Yeah, what right. do you want to know? Because we'll talk about it for you. Right. Um, and like I said, the, the tonight's topic, the men's health. Right. Um, men try to think that they don't have a problem. Right. And it's going to be more than just testosterone. It's, yes, it's more. We're going to talk about prostate problems. Right. We're going to talk about eating. Well, we just talked about it. You know, yeah, we're going to talk about yeast problems. <clears throat> we're going to talk right. about ED. Oh, yeah, that's a big Which is a, a kind of a sensitive subject. Right. But uh, <laughs> literally, there are, um. I mean, there's a lot of men's issues like heart and, right. I mean, there's all those, but we'll get into a few of those, but we'll definitely talk about the men's issues as the show, as the show on. goes on. <clears throat> we're about to finish up this particular segment. And when we come back in the next segment, we'll be getting into some hardcore stuff about uh, men, uh, all kind of issues that, that, that just affect men. And don't hesitate to call or email if you have a question. Because some men are real sensitive about asking them questions. They really are. We do a TV show, and when we talked about men's issues, no one wanted to. The cameramen we, were The hiding. cameramen were hiding. They did not like the fact that we were talking about those issues. It was funny, actually. It really was, because... Um, and but, the men that called in, because there was a woman answering the phone that day, hung up as soon as she would answer. And would she never said she's never had that many hang-ups on a show when we talked about men's health. Right. So men are pretty shy. Um, they really are. Yep. We'll talk about it when we come back. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. There is a fact that we must all face, and that is that life happens. And many times it happens to involve different medical conditions. With the medical issues of life, there are at least a thousand different opinions on how to treat them. Not at Doctors Nutrition. At Doctors Nutrition, you get real answers that make sense. You get real information on how to treat medical conditions naturally and maybe even prevent the issue from coming back. At Doctors Nutrition, you'll get practical advice on how to improve the quality of your life naturally and nutritionally. You'll feel much more comfortable knowing that the doctors at Doctors Nutrition are working with you to treat your condition. You can find Doctors Nutrition online at doctorsnutrition.com or on Facebook. And for Dr. Jim's comments about the latest health issues, visit doctorsnutritionmedia.com for podcasts, complete live healthy, be healthy shows, and more. Start your homework online or call toll-free at 800-824-0194. That's 800-824-0194. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are tuned in to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Janine Fox and Dr. Jim Fox. To reach our program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. We also welcome your emails to jfox at doctorsnutrition.com. Now, back to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight, we're talking on Live Healthy, Be Healthy. We're talking about men's health and things that, well, they might affect men and they might affect both, but primarily, we're going to kind of home in on the men's issues. Yeah, we're going to talk more about specifically <clears throat> some of the men's issues, which you know, there's, a, there's a few of them that is 
pretty specific to men. Right. There's quite a few things. You know, <clears throat> we talked about, you know, at, at the beginning and the opening of the show, we talked a lot about uh, testosterone issues. Yeah. And that's a big deal nowadays with, with men. And I think that, you know, rightfully so. Right. <clears throat> because we're seeing so many men, especially younger and younger. Even younger. We have we have 20-year-olds that we check and the, they're low yeah. in testosterone. So what, what we'll actually... There, and there's a few issues with testosterone. It's not just about low testosterone. Sometimes you make testosterone and you can't utilize it. I had one of those in today, actually. Did you? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, <clears throat> gentleman is making plenty of testosterone, uh, and but his usability of it and how much of it he can use, it was all bound up. And, yeah. if you, and we always, when we do a testosterone test, we don't just do the typical total, total testosterone. testosterone because that really doesn't tell you much. And But he had had a, uh, an actual endocrinologist over in Houston do it for him. And when he did, he found that he had a lot of his was bound. So he can't use it. And he said, well, I don't understand. My, my testosterone's fine. I said, you can't use what you have. Yeah, it's just like having it low. Yeah, it might as well because be Because what, what the test shows you is, okay, how much are you producing and what percentage that you can use? Right. Now, and then at the end, they give you a total of free testosterone. Free testosterone is what your body can use. Now, we've had a f- quite a few men over the years that have, I've had some men that were 900 to 1,000 when we checked their testosterone, right. but they could only use 2% of it. This guy was down around 6. And seriously, so, seriously. I mean, if you mm-hmm. use a really low percent, it's just like having low testosterone because the symptoms are the same. Same, ad- same symptoms. And, and, and fact, you would and use different it. things. Of course, right. then you wouldn't try to increase production. You would try to decrease what we call the sex hormone binding globulin. Which you do that through something called an aromatase inhibitor. Right. Which we're going to be having a whole show on this whole, particular yeah, thing. On in December the near 9th, there's actually, actually a whole is. show on mm. something called methane. Right. Which we're going to have the guy that actually holds the patent for it. On the show. And he's going to be a guest speaker on the show. And we're going to talk more specific about DIM and how it actually helps with bound testosterone. Right. And also for women's health. It's both right. for women and men. So that's both. going to be a really good show. Because we're going to have him on there, yeah. and he is the expert on DIM. Yes. and But, you know, when we see these men, and they come in with, like, say, low testosterone or all of it's bound, and, you know, we look around, and they say, well, why, why, why? Because they want to know why. Why? Why am I having low testosterone? And we ha- and you just mentioned a minute ago, we lived in a we live in an estrogenic world. Yeah. Because so many of these things that, uh, you know, the bug sprays that we use, the pesticides and so on and so on, are estrogenic in effect. I mean, that's how it kills the bugs, for goodness sakes. It kind of messes with them. So, and that, and then you look at, at some of the uh, chemicals that they're using in the food supply. In other words, you know, back to that thing about the uh, caloric-restricted diet, and they started out by saying, you know, you are what you eat. Well, you are what you eat ate. Yeah. Okay, because whatever you eat, whatever it ate, that's what you get. You're getting that also. And, you know, if you go around and look at the way that food is produced nowadays, with the animals and the the and the what we call yeah. it, you know the you know the community farms where these people are uh, taking you know mass amounts of animals in a very small you know confined animal feeding operations what they call them and these confined feeding operations where the massive numbers of of animals put in there they have to put antibiotics in there because otherwise poor animals would get sick and die and they feed them a lot of hormones so that they'll grow faster and fatter so that we can make what. More money. Yeah. So, you know, you have to always think about the money side of it on that one. And then when you look at some of the symptoms of low testosterone. Right. um, We mentioned it earlier, just talking about one of our cases, um, anxiety. Biggie. Depression. Low energy. 
Now, low, low energy, that's one of the big ones is I'm so tired. Right. I'm falling asleep all the time. I can't get up and do what I used to do. Muscles deteriorating, muscle atrophy. Inability to, you know, go, they go to the gym. And they just can't build. can't build muscle. Just can't build muscle anymore. Yeah. Um, that's another symptom. Actually, the, the, the gut getting a little bigger. Um, that actually tends to, when men tend to gain estrogen and lose testosterone, they mm-hmm. tend to gain a little weight in the middle. Yeah. A lot now, of, they always call it a beer belly, but a lot of these guys don't drink Some people don't drink. Beer. Yeah, exactly. Now, another thing that we know actually increased well, increases the likelihood of having low testosterone is being diabetic. Or pre-diabetic. Or pre-diabetic. We see a lot of that. Yeah, we have to kind of explain that for just a second. A lot of men come in and we start them out. And, of course, we always tell them, you know, that the diet's a big part of it because most of these men are a little overweight or they have a, you know, a metabolic syndrome, which means they don't handle sugar very well. Their their, Their diet needs to get rid of the sugar. And the reason being... When you eat these carbohydrates and or sugar, or things that turn to sugar, your body produces insulin. Now, insulin is a bad little boy. Insulin actually interferes with your body's ability to make testosterone. So, guys, is that Twinkie really worth it? Yeah. You have to ask yourself, you know. (laughs) Now, another, another symptom is low sex drive. Not all men have it, like we mentioned before. It but, is a possibility. But not being as interested as you used to be. Right, just not having the desire. Yeah, the desire. Yeah. Um, and, you know, speaking of that, we always go, you know, to also talk about erectile dysfunction. Oh, that's a biggie with guys. You know, I mean, I would venture to say that probably every day in our store, in our Somebody office, comes in. Oh, more than one <clears throat> is going to be in, and these guys are going to be saying, have you got anything for ED? Right. Erectile dysfunction. Because if you look at every other and, ad on TV, is about ED, for right. God's sake. And a lot of people think that ED is low testosterone, and it is no. not. It's not no. always. Now, it can. Now, if you don't have a desire, yes, you're going to have ED also. That's true. But another reason is blood flow. You know, <clears throat> because we always talk about that, and, and that's, that's something that kind of, you know, the eyes glaze over when you talk about blood flow. But seriously, if a guy's having... If he has the desire and he has the ED, probably the testosterone might be okay. Need to be tested. Needs to, to be find tested out. anyway yeah. to make sure. And but then you need to look at some of the other cardiovascular markers because this yeah. person could very well have some uh, blood flow issues because the artery that feeds the penis is an extremely small artery. Right, and if you have any impediment of blood flow, <clears throat> then you're not going to be able to have it work properly. Uh, exactly, and. Mm. You know, another thing we didn't mention, we talked about testing testosterone. We always want to test DHEA with it. DHEA (laughs) is a hormone made in the adrenal glands, and it is a precursor to testosterone. It is. And it's not one that you just want to go out and take huge amounts of, because if you have huge amounts, then you can affect the prostate. I mean, in men, there's. Yeah, adversely affect it. So, you know, we always recommend having blood work. Just don't assume that you have low testosterone when you don't. Um, you always want to have it checked. Yeah. Check it and see. Make sure there's not another issue that men have that for some reason, even many doctors don't check it, is thyroid issues. We see that an awful lot in men. We find more thyroid, because we don't, we check thyroid as often as in men as we do in women. Oh, yeah. Very we have different. our panels, and it, the thyroid is always in it. And yeah. we find so many men with thyroid problems, because when they go, they went to their doctor, they never check it. 
And so we're seeing more and more men with thyroid problems. And again, we talked about these chemicals earlier that are endocrine disruptors, and that can disrupt the thyroid. The thyroid hormone being low can affect the testosterone. It sure can. Because anytime you affect anything in that endocrine Endocrine system, system. which has got the, the testosterone, it's got the thyroid, it's got the adrenal, it's got all that stuff. Anytime you affect one of those things, you're going to affect others. Yeah, there's indirectly. There's so many. Yeah, it. there's so many things that are affected. Um, we recommend when people come in with some of the symptoms that we've mentioned that we we really usually do our expanded panel with the hormones. Mm-hmm. And for the the men to do the hormones, mm-hmm. that does the testosterone, the free testosterone, the DHEA. Mm-hmm. It does do the PSA. Right, does and all it that. does do all your thyroid and stress hormones and vitamin D and B12 and all those things together. It's like a 225. Yeah. And that checks everything. <clears throat> and it's, it's very reasonably priced when you think about uh, what all it involves. I know at the hospital, the local hospital where we are, the same testing is probably four to 5000 Yes. And yes. so we do it as inexpensive as we can. But we don't deal with insurance because insurance don't allow you just to screen and right. just to look. Right. You have to have diagnosis codes for everything. So, but I always say it's your health. It's worth spending a little money to find out what's going on. If it's not, then your health isn't worth much, is it? Yeah. So you definitely, testing is what we do stress because you do want to test. If right. we don't know if you have low testosterone, you don't want to just take something. No, you know, it's, you know we, we find the guys that do that sometimes, and, and sometimes they get themselves in trouble because yeah. they're taking things that they don't need and not taking things that they really do need. And when they do that, uh, you're not going to fix the problem. Because if you have high testosterone, you can't utilize it, and you're boosting it even more, and you still can't use it, it's not going to help the problem. It doesn't do you any good. So you have to know what's going on. Um, knowledge is power. It is. And so you do want to have more power. You want to actually know what's going on so you can know what to do. And that's what we're here for is we can help guide you to tell you what you should do. You know, I think that's the, the, the trick that we've learned over the years is the, one, the key to good health is knowing where you are. And that comes through the blood work. We, all, we actually coined a phrase years ago called evidence-based nutrition. And the evidence is in that lab work. You know, if a person's thyroid is not right, we're going to see it. We test it, we'll yeah. see it. If their vitamin D is not right, we'll test it, we'll see it. And if you know that it's not right, then you know what to do to correct it, whatever it is. Yeah. Whether, whether it's the you know something like low testosterone or inability to use testosterone. Just like the guy that came in, like, like we talked about earlier. He came mm-hmm. in and had anxiety and was waking up in the middle of the night with panic attacks. Yes. And they were going to put him on an antidepressant. And an anti-anxiety drug, which would have never fixed his low testosterone. You know, today, in today's world, medicine has deteriorated to that point where I don't care what you go in for, here's an antidepressant. Yeah. I think we talked about that a week or so ago. We had a lady that had been to the Mayo Clinic, for yeah. God's sakes. Oh, stop all that stuff. Here, here's an antidepressant. And that's what they did for her. And it, it, it kind of blew her mind. But it's the same thing with the guys. You know, the, these men go into the doc complaining of this, that, and the other. And they say, ah, here's, here's an antidepressant. Yeah. And, and it really, and, some of it really And honestly, kind of fixing the underlying yeah. problems helps your problem more than anything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, an antidepressant may make you gain weight, have higher blood sugar, have lower <laughs> testosterone, and in the long run, it actually is making your problem worse rather typically, than better. Typically, it will do all that you just mentioned. Yeah. But when we see <laughs> men with sudden anxiety and depression that have never had it before, you that's the think. first thing that comes into mind. Thyroid yeah. or 
testosterone. And the thyroid can be a problem with it, there's no doubt. Yeah. And and, and that's easy to test. And like I said, it's easy to test and it's easy to do something about if you do have a thyroid problem. So that's why we we really do stress having more than just the basic lab work. Most people that go to their doctors have very basic testing. And we'll talk about that when we come back. And we'll also talk about prostate problems. We sure will. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. There is a fact that we must all face, and that is that life happens. And many times it happens to involve different medical conditions. With the medical issues of life, there are at least a thousand different opinions on how to treat them. Not at Doctors Nutrition. At Doctors Nutrition, you get real answers that make sense. You get real information on how to treat medical conditions naturally. And maybe even prevent the issue from coming back. At Doctors Nutrition, you'll get practical advice on how to improve the quality of your life, naturally and nutritionally. You'll feel much more comfortable knowing that the doctors at Doctors Nutrition are working with you to treat your condition. You can find Doctors Nutrition online at doctorsnutrition.com or on Facebook. And for Dr. Jim's comments about the latest health issues, visit doctorsnutritionmedia.com for podcasts, complete live healthy, be healthy shows, and more. Start your homework online or call toll-free at 800-824-0194. That's 800-824-0194. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are tuned in to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Janine Fox and Dr. Jim Fox. To reach our program today, please call 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. We also welcome your emails to jfox at doctorsnutrition.com. Now, back to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You know, we talked about men's health tonight, and you know, we in the past segment, we just talked about low testosterone. And one of the things that we want to talk about with that low testosterone is the difference between doing the regular medical treatment, which is an exogenous or outside hormone, and doing something that we do. We tend to use... Uh, things to build your own testosterone, make yeah. your own. One of the problems you run into with the using the injectable testosterones and the, and the testosterone gels, you're literally telling your body, we don't need you to make any more testosterone. So the testicles just kind of hang out and don't do anything. Or go and, away. Or go away. And, you know, that's something that, and, and this one really caused the cameraman to squirm on our TV show. <clears throat> we talked about testicular shrinkage. And we see this with men who have been using the testosterone gels and injections for right. a long but period of time. But we don't. With the, we use a product called AndroBuild. Right. And it is, and you can go to doctorsnutrition.com. It's on there, and you can look at all the ingredients. Right. But it actually, there's things in it that stimulate your own production of testosterone, and then there's things in it that keep it from turning to estrogen. Like the DIM that we have. Yeah, the DIM about, right? and mm-hmm. the Crisin and the, right. there's a lot of different things that, I mean, root. because you don't mm-hmm. want it just to turn to estrogen, and then it kind of defeats the purpose, and then you kind of start getting boobs like the women do. Uh, and Not a good thing. That is another side effect of injectable testosterone, because you have to have something to block the conversion to estrogen. Right. So, that, so we do use yeah. that product, the AndroBuild, and it works 
pretty effectively for, you can't say 100% of the people. No. But it's, it's effective for most. Nothing's 100% effective. No. <clears throat> but it, it is very effective, and it's something that's safe. Yeah. It, it will cause the, the, the testosterone to increase, and it keeps from making that bound testosterone. That's a big issue that we right. get with men. Because with that bound testosterone, you're more apt to have the following problem, which, which is, is prostate the prostate problems. Right. Exactly. Now, prostate mm-hmm. problems we see so readily as well. Oh, gosh. Now, they know that probably 50% of all men have prostate enlargement over the age of 50. And yep. then it goes even higher as you get older. Right. Um, it's something that is going to happen. I mean, it usually and most men do. Mm-hmm. Now, some of the symptoms of prostate enlargement are if you get up a lot of times during the night to go to the bathroom. Multiple times to get up. That's and probably go to the, the most thing that we hear and the most aggravating right. that men get is they can't sleep anymore because they're getting up constantly to go to the bathroom. If you think about it, and it's waking you up every hour or two to get up and go potty. And, you know, you lay back down, you just about get to sleep, and bingo, got to go again. And that's actually going to affect your overall health because you're oh, not sleeping as will. well either. Right. Um, so that's, you know, an, another issue as well with not sleeping well. It starts another cascade of a bunch of other problems. Right. It does. Now, also, when you go to urinate and you have a very light stream or hard to start your stream. Difficulty starting a stream is probably one of the biggest issues that we kind of yeah. run into. And you can even get prostate infections. Now, prostate infections can be pretty severe. They can. Um, that you have to do like a, usually the urinalysis and the PSA together. Well, if somebody's having severe problems, we recommend that to make sure there's no prostate infection. And if there is, quite possible they're going to need an antibiotic. Yeah, they that. usually use, yeah. do use an antibiotic because we haven't found anything in natural medicine that completely just gets rid of a prostate infection. But no. you know, testing for it, you know if it's there. And we do recommend that. Well, if that's where you have to do yeah. your, your differential. You have to find out, is that what it is? And, of course, your PSA yeah. is also your your test for your prostate cancer. But, you know, say. All, when you come up with talk about that that PSA, yeah. we do a test also called, and, and it's, again, it's a little bit like that testosterone where we do the free and weekly yeah. bound testosterone. There's actually a test for PSA that's called the PSA with total and free PSA. Right. And it actually tells you if the likelihood, if your PSA is high, the likelihood of it being the percentage that likely of being cancer. Right. It depends on that uh, the amount of it that's free, and your you know that's good. It's just got a chart that comes with it that tells you about your age and your percentage. And it's free. really not that expensive. I mean, we do a regular PSA for twenty five. Uh, it's forty. I think no, it's forty one after the draw fee. Okay, so, but still okay. forty one dollars, and you can yeah. actually have what they call a free PSA. Which will give you a lot more information than a regular PSA. Yeah, we had somebody just recently. Their their physician had sent them to us to get a PSA done, and when I explained to the gentleman about the the free, because he was concerned about prostate cancer, we did that. And his urologist said, "Gee, it's a good thing you did that test because now it gives me more information." Yeah. And and the urologist wasn't going to order it because he thought it was so expensive. Yeah, because really normally isn't. we have pretty good prices on most of yeah. our testing, so right. we actually can't. Um, it's that test less is than you usually think. It's usually expensive. two to three hundred dollars, I think. So I think it's over three. Yeah. Okay, so usually it's an expensive test, but we do it for forty-one dollars. Right, and you can get a lot more information. And you do want to have a PSA done because there's so much controversy in the PSA right now. Oh, they they try to say, well, is it really diagnostic? And you know, even if it's still a normal range, if there's a sudden jump in it, then it's possible prostate cancer. And that's something we want to watch, and that's yeah. why you want to have these these tests done periodically. Right, because it, once you know, a year. We see this happen. Matter of fact, we just recently had a fellow 
that his PSA had been rocking along at about 1.5, 1.8, which is pretty normal looking. And then all of a sudden, within a six-month period, he went to over three. And he's out of state, and I just immediately packed him up and sent him to his local urologist. And then, uh, so I had to have some tests done because that's too big a jump to ignore. Yeah. And like I said, you want to look at a jump. Now, something else that's come out in medicine about a PSA, and not that everybody's following it, but I think it's a good idea, is after the age of 75, you don't really want to check it anymore. Well, you know, they, they always told us, even in school, we were in mm-hmm. school, they said men are, you're always going to, a man will probably die with prostate cancer, but not from it. If they're old enough. If they're old enough. That's why they say over the age of 75, Mm -hmm. if you get prostate cancer, then it's possible that you'll die from something else instead of it, and that the treatment could be worse than the problem. So a lot of men, actually they've done some studies on cadavers where they looked at men over 80, and something like 90% that died from other reasons had prostate cancer. So oh, if you live long enough, you're probably going to have prostate cancer. Mm-hmm. Now, prostate again, prostate enlargement, which we do have something that works really well. Um, a product that we use from Pure Encapsulations called Sol Palmetto Plus really does really good for prostate enlargement. And it, it has more than just Sol Palmetto. Yeah, it's not just Sol Palmetto. No. Sol Palmetto alone does not seem to really work. We have tried plain Sol Palmetto yes. over the years and never had good good ex- success with that. This particular product has you know has the nettle root. It has the pygium, uh, which pumpkin is seed pumpkin oil. seed oil. All those things tend to help. You know, again, the the, the nettle root. And, and the pygium are also going to help turn some of that, you know, bad testosterone. Yeah, bound around. testosterone right. that we talked about before, when the testosterone is bound, mm-hmm. tends to make prostate enlargement. It really does. So your bound testosterone does actually lead to other problems. And that, and that particular formula has things in it to change that. Right. And I think that's that's the key to this thing is, is using something. If you're going to take something, uh, you know, actually take something that's going to work, and it's going to change that that uh, the symptomatic uh, profile for you. In other words, if you and I, I immediately once we start this, we we have the men come back and they tell me within about two weeks they can see a big they can difference. see a big difference. You know, I've actually had some in a week that would see some pretty big difference, but most of them I tell them they'll give it at least two weeks, <clears throat> and within that second to third week they're going to start seeing some changes where oh I could sleep for four hours yeah. at a time. And, you know, and it's pretty bad when somebody comes in and says, wow, I slept for four hours. But they think that's great when you've been getting up every hour. Yeah. And uh, so it, it does make a big difference. And they now, feel better. Now, getting up once during the night is probably normal. And especially if you drink a lot of water yeah. close to Yeah, depends on how much time. water you drink before right. you go to bed. Once, right. in, maybe even twice. But when you start talking to men that are getting up four to six times a night, that's a lot. And we do that. We hear that one a lot. We do. We really so, do. So, like I said, that's just something that I, that's no question one of the biggest men's problem is the prostate enlargement. It is, you know, and which BPH. Comes, BPH, benign prostatic hypertrophy. Yeah. One of the things that we always want to talk about, and, and we stress this on pretty much any healthy condition, condition that you come in with, is diet. Yes. You know, lifestyle and diet. And one of the big things about men and lifestyle and diet, you know, men, and I, I get a lot of them that come in and say, well, you know, I... I eat my cereal in the morning. Okay, you probably shouldn't be eating cereal, but they're always taking, well, I eat my cereal, but I'm using soy milk. Oh, for God's sakes, quit that, because it is a phytoestrogen. Soy is also an estrogen, so men do not need soy. Men never should have soy. They should never do soy protein, and they should for sure never do soy milk or anything. No, do almond milk if you can't do dairy. Right. 
So there's other alternatives to soy milk, there but are. you do not want to do soy if you're a man. But we have to watch that sugar in our diet because sugar can actually yeah. help lower your testosterone. Yep. So you got to be real careful. It helps you, lower testosterone. And then the yeah. trans fats, which are the bad Ooh. fats, make yeah. prostate enlargement as well. And that it, it really does. Yeah, you know, they've had a lot of studies linking the trans, trans fats, fats to prostate enlargement. And I'll, I'll just give you a little hint. When you read labels and it says hydrogenated or partially hydrogenated. Don't eat it. It's got trans fats, folks. Don't eat it. Okay. Don't care who, who makes it. You're or better what. off eating food that doesn't have labels with ingredients. Um, but if you do, make sure you read them. And, you know, we stress organic. And, and we stress organic food for one reason. You don't buy organic food for what it's got in it. You buy organics for what, for what it, it doesn't. doesn't have. Right. You don't want the chemicals. Yeah, some of the studies have tried to come out and say, oh, well, organic food isn't no more nutritious than any other food. Well, who said it was? Who said it was? Yeah. It just doesn't have the chemicals and the pesticides and the estrogens that all the other food has in it. So it's more what it's lacking. Now, another thing real quick that we haven't touched on a lot is ED. Ooh, we touched on a little bit. A little bit. Now, we do have a product, just to let you know, it's called AminoFlow. Mm-hmm. That works really well for that. We we made it more for blood pressure and cardiovascular health for men, but everybody kept coming back and saying, guess what else it helps? But you know what? All the other things that are used from the Cialis and all those things, help they, blood were de- flow. they were designed as first as cardiovascular stuff. And that's exactly what yeah. we did with this with this formula. AminoFlow, right. And AminoFlow, now women can use it too, especially for blood pressure. For blood pressure, yeah, sure. And But definitely we've seen a difference in men that are taking it. Well, hopefully you guys got a little something out of tonight's show. Or ladies, maybe you got a guy that's close to you that you need to kind of nudge in the right direction. Have him call us at Doctors Nutrition. It's 800-824-0194. We'll be glad to work with them, do the best we can for them, maybe do some lab work for them, and see if we can't get them to live healthy and be healthy. Yeah, do the lab work. It'll always give you a lot more information. Sure will. We'll be back next week with uh, women's health Yeah, women's health. Yeah, right. talked about men tonight. We yep. can talk about women next week. Got you guys out of the way, so we're going to talk about the women next week. And uh, I think that pretty much wraps us up for tonight, doesn't it, Janine? Yeah. I think we've pretty much touched or covered the things that uh, about men's health. Yep. We'll talk. See you next week. That's it. See you next week. Thank you for being a part of Live Healthy, Be Healthy this week. Please join Drs. Jim and Janine Fox next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Here's to your better health. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.